You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. David Spell. This is episode number 107, and today we're going to talk about the four roles of a leader. But before we do that, I just kind of want to um, take you behind the scenes a little bit. Last week was a little bit of a different type of show. Last week, um, episode 106, was um, actually a message that I preached from C3 Church Curitiba a few weeks ago. And the reason that I did that is just very frankly, I haven't been able to record. For the last month, I've been living out of a suitcase um, as I packed up to come back to, to the United States from Brazil. So there was um, very limited opportunities for taping, and I, I tried to tape ahead enough, but um, I guess I just didn't count very well. So anyway, I uh, hope you enjoyed the message. I hope it helped you. And uh, today we're back on track with uh, leading and learning and talking about leadership and uh, I recently had the opportunity to hear Pastor Phil Pringle do what he does best, and that's teach on leadership. And if you don't know who Pastor Phil Pringle is, he is the founding pastor of C3 Church Global. Um, he actually started uh, C3 Church in Sydney, Australia back in 1980, and now worldwide there are over 400 churches. I think the last count there were 462 C3 churches. And, um, you know, it's a great movement, but it's built on great leadership. And it's not just Pastor Phil, it's the fact that he has built an amazing team of leaders. And so when Pastor Phil talks about leadership, he knows what he's talking about. And I'm actually going to link in the show notes, I'll give you links to a couple of uh, of his books, You the Leader and Leadership Excellence. Um, these are just absolutely amazing books on leadership that you need to have in your library if you don't have them. But um, he was speaking at a, at a church, a church of uh, 15,000 people in Brazil, and um, they've got, I think, six, six campuses around the city of Sao Paulo, um, excuse me, 16 campuses around the city of Sao Paulo, um, 15,000 members, huge church. But uh, he was talking to their key leaders. He was talking to their connect leaders. He was talking to their department leaders. And he was telling them what the four roles of a, leaders, of a leader are. And I want to give these to you because they're just so powerful. And they're absolutely relevant to wherever you are in leadership. So first of all, <clears throat> the four roles of a leader. Number one, the leader is a vision caster. Every organization, every church, every business is built on a vision. If there is no vision, there's not going to be an organization. <clears throat> Excuse me, Steve Jobs had a vision for Apple, and his vision was that there would be a computer in every home. 
Now, that statement even sounds kind of crazy because, of course, today there are multiple computers in every home. But when Steve Jobs said that, people told him he was crazy. IBM told him he was nuts. What do people need personal computers for, they asked him. But time has shown that he was a visionary and he was correct. So the, the leader has to cast vision. And, you know, we want to help people think differently. We want to help them to see the big picture. But that only comes if we have a vision. And so the leader must constantly be communicating his vision or her vision of where they see the organization going, of what they see the organization looking like. They're constantly communicating the vision because it's the vision that's going to build the organization. Number two, a team builder. Not only is the leader a vision caster, but they're also a team builder. Because understand, you can't build that vision on your own. You've got to have a team of people that are helping you build it. And every leader must build a great team if they're going to build a great church or organization or business. No leader has it within them to create it on their own. In fact, we could even say that if if your vision for your business or organization, if you can accomplish it, it's probably not big enough. You need to think bigger. We need to create a team of people that can help us create that vision. And in doing so, we have to be very, very careful as leaders that we're not just raising up teams of people to serve our vision. Because we want to see, and we should want to see the people on our teams growing and developing personally. They don't exist just to serve our vision. The good leader, the successful leader, the best leader wants to see his people's visions fulfilled as well as his own. Now, we've still got two more roles of a vision of a leader, two more roles of a leader that we're going to talk about. But before we do, I want to remind you and let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. I recently revised and updated Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond. I added, I think, 10 or 15 new chapters. Um, it's even more relevant today than it was when I first published it three years ago. Check it out. Leading and Learning into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0 is designed to help you go to the next level in your leadership and also to help you be more productive because I don't just talk about leadership and management and supervision. Those things are throughout the book, but I also talk about time management, personal productivity, and how you can succeed at life. So check it out. There'll be a link in the show notes. Go to Amazon. You can read the first chapter or two for free and see if leading into the 21st century and beyond 2.0 is for you. about the roles of a leader. What are the four primary roles of a leader? We talked about vision caster, we talked about team builder, and then number three is a problem solver. Every leader knows that this is such an important part of their job assignment and their job description. 
people come to the leader with problems. People come to the leader with problems that no one else has been able to solve. I mean, think about it, especially if you're the the CEO or the senior pastor, you're the primary leader. By the time a problem reaches you, how many other people has it gone past and, and they haven't been able to solve it? By the time it gets to you, it's already been through two, three, four, five people who haven't been able to solve the problem. So being able to solve problems is such an important part of the effective leader's job description. How to solve problems. And you know, often it's not the problem itself that's the real issue. It's our attitude towards the problem. Um, Problems can be uh, opportunities. In fact, often problems are opportunities in disguise. Problems very often are are the thing that help create our newest product. Um, Problems are often the thing that help us find that new staff member that we didn't even know we needed. So, you know, when a problem comes, let's analyze it. Let's solve the problem, but let's also ask, by solving this problem, what will that enable us to do? So as a leader, tackle problems. Don't shirk them. Don't run away from them. Uh, Many years ago, I worked in an organization where whenever there was a a really big decision that had to be made, the the primary leader would leave town for a week on vacation and delegate that out to one of his subordinates. Absolutely crazy. If you're the leader, your job is to help solve problems. Now, there's nothing wrong with asking your people to provide you with a solution, to give you some suggestions. Um, When I was a lieutenant with the police department, people knew that if they were going to bring me a problem, they needed to bring me a solution or two as well. Now, we might not use that solution, but I wanted them thinking about how to solve the problem. I don't want to just be known as the the only guy that can solve a problem. I want my people to be problem solvers too. So it's a good policy to have that if somebody brings you a problem, they also bring you a suggestion on how you can fix it. You may not take that suggestion, but at least your people are starting to think beyond just the problem itself. So problem solving. And then, number four, the leader is a decision maker. And you know, of the four things that we've talked about, the vision caster, the team builder, the problem solver, the decision maker is probably the most important thing that the leader does day in and day out. Nothing stops forward progress in an organization quicker than indecisiveness. There is nothing worse than working for a leader who refuses to make a decision or who drags the decision out. Years ago, I worked for an organization who's, uh, where our senior leader, his, his office was known as the black hole because things would, would come to him for a decision, important things, things that we needed to have his input on, we needed a decision on, and they would lay there for weeks and weeks and weeks and never get dealt with. It stops the forward progress of the organization. Keep moving forward, and we do this by making decisions. Of course, you want to gather information. Of course, you want to talk to your people. Of course, you want to think about it. But make the decision sooner rather than later. You're never going to have 100% of the information that you want. You're never going to be 100% sure that you're right. But make the best decision, be decisive, and keep moving forward. And I'll tell you a secret. 
your people will love you for it. Make a decision. Let's keep moving forward. So those are the four rules of leadership. The four roles of leadership, excuse me. A vision caster, a team builder, a problem solver, and a decision maker. Well, I hope this has helped you. Um, Again, this is material I I gleaned from Pastor Phil Pringle recently listening to him, sitting in a a leadership session with him. And, uh, you know, I've heard him teach this before, but every time I do, there's new insight. And, And as a leader, these are your primary four roles. So I hope this helps. I hope you enjoyed it. Listen, go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or comment. If there's anything um, about today's lesson that jumped out at you, I'd love to talk to you about it. So davidspell.com and leave a comment. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. Um, Actually, in April, I went through this same material in the newsletter in a little bit more in depth. So Um, you know, sign up. You never know what you're going to get, but I send out that newsletter at least once a month, and it's a great way for us to stay in touch. So davidspell.com, sign up, and we would love to stay in touch with you. Well, my friends, until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.